Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have engaging, candid conversations with all types of tango professionals. And the goal is to inspire you as you progress on your own personal tango journey. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks so much for tuning in, and welcome to all you first-time and newer listeners. Glad you're here. Please check out our previous episodes. You'll no doubt find lots of good stuff. Okay, my guest today is based in Toronto, Canada. Ever since she was little, she's been fascinated with studying movement. She has a background in ballet and also has experience with Greek folk dancing, martial arts, and various sports. She has studied with a multitude of tango masters and continues honing her knowledge of body awareness, technique, and connection. And with me now is Krissa Assis. Krissa, welcome to the podcast, and thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, pleasure's all mine. <laughs> so how are things in Toronto? Well, things in Toronto, um, they are a little bit gloomy today. We're mm-hmm. a little bit on the gray side yeah. regarding weather. Mm-hmm. And the news is the same as uh, any other place, unfortunately. Right. Crazy numbers are rising and we're all staying at home as much as possible. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Dance events are canceled mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and that's like yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what kind of tango things are you doing? Even though you know there's this whole social isolation because of the virus that we have to take part in. So, yeah, what what tango things are you doing on your own just to stay active? That was the thing. It's funny because I started a few years back doing this online mm. um, online tango thing, but it's still this situation was a little bit of a shock because it took away all the other stuff that you're doing that you're not on your computer for. And someone would think that, hey, at least you should be prepared. You've done this before. <laughs> uh, but honestly, it took a little bit of time to say, okay, let's do something. So I just yesterday I did a a, a dance class that has nothing to a movement class that has mm. nothing to do with tango. And then in the evening I did a tang, a live tango practice just mm-hmm. for everyone to join in and uh, move along with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really felt uh, much better just doing something with other people who are yeah. virtually there. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the best part. I mean, of course, you know, to, to get to practice and to get to move, that's that's yeah. fantastic. But also to feel that other people are there, it's even better, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so did you grow so, up in Toronto? No, I grew up in Greece. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what brought you to Toronto? Uh, the economic crisis. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Okay, wow, quite an yes. adventurous life you're having. I know. It's like you can't get a break. What's yeah. going on? No more adventure, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, Krista, you have been uh, dancing for, for much of your life. You have a strong background in, in ballet and other, and other activities. How did you fall in love with mm-hmm. tango? Oh, it was completely by accident. I, was, I always wanted to go to Argentina. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, one time I was walking down the street, going to the dance school that I usually go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to go to, actually. And mm-hmm. I saw they had a sign up and they were saying that we're having Argentine tango classes. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a step closer to Argentina. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. No, I had no idea that 
you know, the classic, the movies uh, mm. where uh, Al Pacino is supposed to be dancing tango. No right. idea that that was supposedly tango or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just getting to know Argentina a little bit better. That mm. was my intention. Yeah. And uh, all these years later, and here we are. Yeah. So what was that very first <laughs> tango lesson like? You remember? Absolutely. Yes. I still remember it. It was, we were all, uh, let's say, uh, women. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this now has changed a lot and that is not as big of a trouble, uh, but it still it still is because, you know, technically mm-hmm. we were expected to be only followers mm. and the only, <laughs> the only man in the class was the teacher. Mm. So <laughs> it was like, okay, I cannot dance with all of you. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> technical difficulties so he taught us from the very beginning leaders and follower steps Mm. so we were always starting facing the mirror and he started off with something very uh, a phrase that we usually use in in tango classes now Mm -hmm. that it's very simple uh, just walking and pivoting Mm -hmm. type of dance and the combination creates the dance. So it's very improvisational. And mm-hmm. he did a couple of uh, options for us to see. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then, uh, like I still remember, he was saying that, oh, you know, remember like when you go to the you know convenience store and you forget your keys in the car, you pivot and you go back to the car. <laughs> so like a simple way to relate what we're going to learn mm-hmm. uh, to everyday life. And then from that moment on, we would warm up into the starting of the class and mm-hmm. walking around together and then doing uh, you know, some patterns, some technique, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that, but always working both roles. So always switching partners and switching roles. Nice. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I bet, that was, I bet that was an advantage for you later on. Just knowing oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so what yeah. was it about tango dancing specifically that that grabbed you and made you want to s- stick with it? I have been thinking about this question. Mm-hmm. And every time I think <laughs> I think about it, I think the answer changes. Yeah. As you, as you go through it, it changes. But at that moment... I found it very intriguing because mm-hmm. it didn't really have steps. Mm-hmm. I found it very interesting, the fact that it wasn't, this is your basic step and you can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. After going from, I've tried, I did some ballroom dancing before that, that didn't last that long. Okay. Not that I, it's it's a great craft. I'm, I'm, not, I'm mm. not saying anything against it. <laughs> it was just not me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I don't want to get, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and it was because of that we had to, you know, this is what you do now, and then after this you have to put that, and then it was all coming in set blocks sort of thing, mm-hmm. and that didn't hold my interest for that long, mm-hmm. and then tango was exactly the opposite, so I was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at, at some point you must have gone to a malanga. Do you remember your first time dancing socially? Yes. Those were I think every every person remembers mm. their first class or their first milonga. I cannot believe that anyone wouldn't because it's mm. just so different. Yeah. Um is it right? Yeah. I mean it's, after four classes mm. we went to the milonga. 
Mm. And I want to say that, and it's it, thank you for asking me. So people should not be afraid of going. Mm-hmm. You know, there I've heard different teachers. You do not go before I tell you, or yeah. you have to do six months of classes, or three months of classes, or mm-hmm. ten months of, and it's just a random number, right? right? I mean, who who says that? Anyways, yeah, <laughs> different conversation probably. <laughs> uh, so after four classes, we went to the Milonga. It was in a beautiful neoclassical building, so it perfectly matched the whole idea of tango. Mm-hmm. And, of course, with my friend, we sat down at the very end mm-hmm. of, the, of the room, the very, very last table at this obscure corner, hoping mm-hmm. that nobody will see us. <laughs> And ask us to dance. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, the teacher, our teacher being the DJ of the Milonga and the the co-organizer, that was not a viable plan. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, people showed up and asked us to dance. Mm. But it was okay. And everyone was super nice. And we were like, oh, we could actually, I could actually do this. And that was the nice, you know, simple Mm. stuff. But yeah. it was, it was a very, it ended up being a very, very enjoyable night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So was this still in Greece? <laughs> that was still in Greece, yes. Okay. Long nice. time ago. Yeah. So eventually you <laughs> loved this dance enough to, to teach it. So can you just, how did, how did you start teaching? Can you describe that journey? How did I start teaching? Um, well, hmm. <laughs> See, yeah, it's always this sort of random organic process, it seems, for for most people. I think I started with friends, just showing things to friends. Mm-hmm. And then I do remember, though, one teacher, He was. I was uh, living uh, separately from my sister, and she was, uh, we were in different cities, meaning. Mm-hmm. And so she was taking classes from uh, a teacher who... Of course, we would see each other at different festivals or what have you. Mm-hmm. And at some point, he did he did say to me, All right, you're on a journey in becoming a tango teacher. And I'm like, ha, ha. It's like I hadn't started teaching at that point. I was like, mm-hmm. ha, ha, ha. And that is like, huh, oh, maybe I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was just seeking classes with different people, grabbing every opportunity I had to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the spark that I wanted to share that I was so excited that I wanted to share that with other people mm-hmm. and you know I started with friends and then I did a little group mm-hmm. and that expanded from there yeah. <laughs> yeah as you know just when you're teaching and explaining things to people that's one of the best ways to understand tango is to is to try to exp- mm-hmm. is to try to teach it so yeah uh, during yeah. Your, your tango journey Krista uh, what were some bad tango habits that you used to have and and how did you get over them? Oh, there. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That's a long list. I had a diff. I still actually, okay, in terms of social, mm-hmm. uh, like social bad habits, <laughs> since we were in the, you know, in the Milonga uh, world, it still is quite difficult for me to say no. Mm. I've had... I've read different, different uh, authors on the matter, mm-hmm. uh, different blogs on how to actually be able to say no, and I have managed it. Mm-hmm. 
I still sometimes fall back to my default of uh, maybe a little bit later, which mm. means no, but in my <laughs> head it just sounds better than saying right. no. Right. <laughs> Everybody knows that this is a no, but mm. uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, so and, no, I mean, mm. I think the person who's hearing it, they still feel hurt, but mm. so doesn't really save anyone the trouble, but well, mm-hmm. so it, that that has been in the works mm-hmm. <laughs> for some time. Uh, in terms of technique trouble, that that mm-hmm. is, I think it's never or technique bad habits. I think that's a never-ending battle, and mm-hmm. all in in a good way. But what most people find surprising is all the bad habits that I had from ballet mm-hmm. that I had to get rid of. Mm-hmm. So ballet is not biomechanically safe (laughs) yes it's not a biomechanically safe dance it has its own if you you as you go into ballet you have to make a decision of either i'm doing ballet and therefore i'll take the risk of injured knees injured back Mm -hmm. probably uh two flexible ligaments um probably not not all that's uh healthy hips mm-hmm. you have you're you're taking the risk by going into it mm-hmm. so coming out of it like i had to I, i'm still working sometimes on not letting my knees hyperextend mm-hmm. or how i i keep my posture that's very those are things you can't easily get rid of mm-hmm. but you know it's all it's yeah. all, all in progress so some things have i've gotten there and some things are still creeping up on me here and there yeah it's funny i had a i had a friend years ago who was a ballet dancer and she had this book that was just mm-hmm. full of uh, photographs of ballet injuries and wow, it was horrific <laughs> but yeah just it really makes you think like wow this is this is intense and yeah a lot of like like this you is said, what you do right yeah it's like you know you think you know you think nutcracker you think of you know you go to the go, go to the ballet watch these people yeah. do their thing but no it's it's uh it's it's intense yeah if, if you like ballet do not look at books like that right <laughs> you will never be able to enjoy another show yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's really interesting what you said about you know ballet you know how it's can be dangerous and then you don't want to hyperextend certain uh certain body parts and things like that yeah yeah it is mm-hmm. quite not I, I know that there it has been a trend like with mm-hmm. bar workouts so oh, ballet is good for your good for your body nah, not really <laughs> those are some habits that i've been carrying mm-hmm. with me for yeah. some time but as long as you are aware of them i mm-hmm. think in in a whole or you're looking for them mm-hmm. then it's, i think that's good we all have bad habits of, yeah. of different sorts yeah so, yeah yeah, so Krista, with you know a lot of your your teaching, um, a lot of that entails building that body awareness and um, an awareness of of movement. And I, I think that you know when when you work with beginners, they may not they might not be aware of that right away. So, what are some things that you do to get students to start thinking about that body awareness and and the movements? Mm, okay, I will. I, I haven't, I have to confess, mm-hmm. I haven't figured out how to do that mm-hmm. with an absolute beginner. Mm. 
And I think that that might not be the place where you start thinking about that because mm-hmm. there are all these other things that are tangled things mm-hmm. that you need to you you need to have a taste of. You, you don't. Uh, we can't start talking about it from the outside. Mm-hmm. It's a, like uh, it's basically like two non-ballet dancers talking about technicalities of ballet, technical details yeah. of ballet. Mm-hmm. Two people who have no idea of what they're talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I think if at, at that stage they need to be introduced to tango, mm-hmm. and it falls more on the teacher at least that's how i have experienced it and mm-hmm. i deal with it yeah it falls more on the teacher to be very uh, very careful on the language mm-hmm. that we use on how to describe things mm-hmm. so they don't become down the road they don't solidify bad habits and mm-hmm. of course how you you show people what to do different exercises that you might have for that uh, for them to work on to practice on I remember that in the past I used to do a lot of like warm-up exercises I really do not like that word it feels like you're getting into a cardio class right, right. nothing wrong with cardio classes it's mm-hmm. just a different concept mm-hmm. so now I'm doing more exercises that prepare you to to dance mm-hmm. more mentally than physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, loosen up the body, get your mind in the class. Mm-hmm. And I I use words such as this. So I avoid using, okay, let's warm up. Okay. Why are you going to run a marathon? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it sets a different kind of tone. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's not, you know, that's not on the only reason why we warm up, but it, mm-hmm. people are, you know, connect these words with specific things. So mm-hmm. I think at that stage, at least that's how I, again, I manage it. I'm just trying to be very careful. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more work from the teacher side yeah. compared to the, um, the student side. So mm-hmm. uh, after they dive in tango mm-hmm. and they have a better idea of, uh, what tango is about, mm-hmm. then you can say, okay, remember when we were saying that when we walk, we do this? Mm-hmm. And hopefully they're going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, then you say, all right, this this comes from this. So let's, let's explore why this is a, a common rule in tango and let's see how it works in our body. Mm-hmm. And then you can go deeper and deeper as the levels go up. And then, of course, the work of the teacher is still there. You have to be, mm-hmm. you have to do your end, but you have to give people enough space to make the decision of whether they, how much they want to engage. Mm-hmm. So that now that responsibility is also on the listener to say, I, yeah, I want to be, I want to be here and I want to listen to mm-hmm what this person is telling me um, or, you know, to disconnect yeah. and not really, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, it happens. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate when mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's how, at least that's how I've managed it. I am not, I'm still working on the beginner stuff, <laughs> on the beginner level stuff, mm-hmm. on introducing more mm-hmm. details. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm going for at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's really fun. I think working with beginners is challenging um, in many ways because mm-hmm. you you don't know uh, when you get a group of beginners who show up, you don't know who's gonna, um, yeah, how people are gonna react. I mean, it's funny. I have this one couple. Yeah. This um, they're really really nice couple. The the wife she used to dance, but she mm-hmm. said, "Oh, I can never get my husband to dance." And now he's dancing. She's really mm-hmm. happy, and he's mm-hmm. never danced before, but he's a natural. And this is a guy nice. who's probably in his 60s. And he's he's really like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. And I see him doing a six-count box, and it's so smooth. And he oh says, I, I've, he goes, I've never danced before. I thought, man, if you'd started 20 years ago, you know, where would you be? And it's, he would have like, been amazing. Yeah, so, but it was wonderful you know, to, when that happens. <laughs> and you just never know who's going who's gonna to do what or how, you know, how it's going to – how people yeah. react to it. So. Yeah, yeah, I had exactly a similar, a very similar case. Mm-hmm. It was so funny because he was always like, am I doing this wrong? Am I doing this right? I, I don't know. It's like, yes, you're doing fantastic. Just yeah. just, just keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was like, you are doing great. Don't, mm-hmm. don't change anything. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's interesting how a lot of this dance, I'm sure you know, it's, I mean, of course, there's a physical side to it, but there's also... Um, there's also a mental component as well. So, so Chris, mm-hmm. in your, all of your experience with, with teaching, what are some ways, uh, in your opinion, on how to become a more mentally strong tango dancer? Um, okay, let's see. <laughs> the reason I'm thinking about this, sure, again, because again, this is, um, this is another thing that we have to be, I think, I, I, I am mm-hmm. trying to be very careful with for, for some for some time and I, I think I even wrote a, I wrote a blog on this mm-hmm. for some time this this thing had was being promoted of, of tango being uh, the dance that uh, can save you psychologically mm-hmm. and that can happen from any dance mm-hmm. it's not like tango has this magical, magical power mm-hmm. it can happen from any dance it depends like what you like of course mm-hmm. but the fact that you it can even happen but just going to the gym mm-hmm. or running outside or doing something because it's the activity the fact that your body is moving that gives you that that feeling of accomplishment euphoria and calmness afterwards mm-hmm. so any dance can actually provide that mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing that people tend to be very specific of how mm. tango does. Then the other thing that I'm very very careful with is not to subsidize what you should you I mean anyone should be doing to help themselves mentally, psychologically, or mm-hmm. uh, with tango. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if we are being challenged by something in our lives mm-hmm. we can get some relief by dancing tango being out with other people mm-hmm. doing any any kind of dance but that doesn't mean that we've solved the problem exactly yeah so we it, at the end of the day it's just a dance mm-hmm. <laughs> and i know that <laughs> probably a lot of people said no no it is it's magical. not just a dance <laughs> it is magical why do you say that <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> the reason i'm saying it is because this actually this mentality will actually make you stronger in tango mm-hmm. 
why does it do we have to attach all these things to it and right. suddenly make it so much more serious mm -hmm. than it actually has to be instead of it being go out be with people yeah. have fun with people mm -hmm. dance with them just yeah. hug them and dance with them mm -hmm. so i think that if we fall into these traps mm -hmm. then it becomes like um, art therapy and mm -hmm. that art therapy is great as long as you're conscious that you are doing that mm -hmm. and you're not just going to a milonga yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know you can't get art therapy with fifteen dollars yeah. you, know, you know what i mean uh, yeah exactly um, exactly in a you know a very graphic way of saying mm -hmm. it um so i think one mental block is that mm -hmm. then the second thing is uh, how much weight weight we put on what what other people think mm -hmm. what other people say or yeah. uh, what other people are willing to share with us and that's mm -hmm. something that comes out a lot like i said mm -hmm. you know, saying no to someone or how that someone receives that no, uh, or how well we are performing, what people think, uh, is that partner going to ask me to dance again? All these stuff mm -hmm. that I don't know if there's, I, I'm not sure if I have an answer how to become mentally stronger with yeah. this. No, that's okay. No, I like, but... I like what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you touched upon something that, that's really interesting, how, you know, about being worried about what other people think. I mean, as you know, a lot of the people yeah. who get really good at Argentine tango, they're generally really competitive, high achieving people, which is great. I mm -hmm. mean, it's great to have these people who are really disciplined and determined. Uh, but at the same time, yeah. when, with people who are kind of naturally competitive, the, the unhealthy side of that when it comes to tango is yeah. this urge to want to compare ourselves to other people. And mm. um, that can lead to all kinds of unnecessary drama or uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's it, yeah. As you know, it can, it can lead to all yeah. sorts of bad things. Yeah. So yeah, just, just in your experience, how do we deal with that urge to, to kind of compare ourselves? <laughs> Cause I mean, oh. it does, it does oh. come, it does come from, arguably from a place that's that's good yes we do want to get good at this dance but at the same time it's not it's we don't want to go into that unhealthy side of of a comparison to others i think that the way i have experienced it personally mm -hmm. there there are certain stages there is that state that first stage that you really want to get really good mm -hmm. and then Anything that goes around you, you want, oh, this person is looking really good. I want to be like this person. Mm -hmm. I want to be like that person. I want to be better than this person. Of course, mm -hmm. that, okay, that's also a matter of, of character, right? Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> and sometimes uh, we get stuck in that phase. I think if we don't take a moment to take a step back, mm -hmm. and, um, and it usually happens when we get stuck, and you you know that there's something missing mm -hmm. and you're trying to find that something in in what other people are doing mm -hmm. so you're getting into that competitive comparisons that do nobody any good mm -hmm. uh, with all that drama that comes after <laughs> that and um, compared to saying okay I am stuck what do I do when that moment I mean I and I'm saying it from experience because I've, I've been to that, uh, not to, not causing too much drama, no. Mm -hmm. It's just that 
till I realized that I was stuck. Mm-hmm. Now, in retrospect, I'm thinking that I was an okay dancer. Mm-hmm. I was I was okay. I was good, but I hadn't realized I I hadn't realized what I had to do to get better. Mm. So, if you don't realize that you're stuck and you don't realize that there's always room to grow, mm-hmm. then you get into things like, oh, this st- sucks, nobody is, oh, I have nobody to dance with, or, mm-hmm. uh, oh, no no good leader wants to dance with me, or there's nobody good enough in this room to dance with, let's go, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, or my community is, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. falling behind, and they're not mm-hmm. technically great, but mm-hmm. let's wait for that festival so for, so other people can come in, and then I can enjoy a, a mm-hmm. dance. It's nor it's normal, mm-hmm. but once you realize that okay, maybe some of these things are correct. I'm not saying that all communities are great. Mm-hmm. I mean, some some people might say no you know my community is actually terrible <laughs> i mean i don't know they're not they're not perfect might say, they're not perfect <laughs> it, it, it might, right it might be true i mean i'm yeah. not saying that we're all nagging for no reason right um but there's a point where you have to make a decision mm. and say what can i do and when you start doing then when you start coming out of this gray gloomy space mm-hmm. where nothing fulfills your expectations mm-hmm. because you're taking the steps to to enjoy moving to enjoy mm-hmm. learning more for yourself or for your body for your movement mm-hmm. then every dance and i am uh, i am not saying that all dances are great i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that a lot of us have had terrible tantas, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I know. But every dance, except for the ones that are actually hurting us, mm-hmm. there are moments that those those dances can be very enjoyable mm-hmm. for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But that only comes after you put in the work to find different ways of moving mm-hmm. and find your way out from uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth, and enjoy and enjoy moving as that as a person, yeah, not based on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like what you said. I've always found like no matter what kind of a malanga you're at, if it's either you know not well attended or imbalanced somehow, there's there's always something mm-hmm. we can do to make it a little bit more enjoyable. Or there's always something to appreciate about it. Yeah, it was funny. I, I remember I was visiting one community a long time ago in Dallas, Texas. It was I had a great time with this malanga, but it was um, that particular night. It was slow, but I didn't care. I was just happy to be dancing, and uh, <laughs> and all the hosts and they were all like so apologetic. It's like, oh, it's usually more no. people. But I said, no, I'm having a great time. It's you know because they were just wonderful people. You know, they were just really sweet, and they were just really. That's it was nice. just, it was this great company, and I thought I, I'm having a blast. So. Yeah, I mean they—that's fantastic. Yeah, they had this really, really wonderful sense of hospitality, and I, you know, that was. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't care if it's crowded or not. It's like you people are so yeah. nice, and that's that's all it really takes. Yeah. So, yeah. But that yeah. means you're comfortable, and uh, how do you say, I'm okay, under your own skin. 
in your own skin. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is and that that's... the way? Is that the right phrase? Yeah. Because you're comfortable with yourself mm-hmm. being there, dancing whichever way you dance. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. again, accepting it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And enjoying the company basically yeah. because that's what it is a milonga big party eh? yeah absolutely yeah and this is another neat thing that happens when when one gets really into tango or anything uh we also tend to pick up other hobbies even though tango might be one of the mm. major ones that we do so in, in your life chris what are some other interests or hobbies that you've picked up in addition to tango that okay there are they're going in different in many different directions okay so in terms of it 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 spans from Mm -hmm. economics okay (laughs) to uh to other you know movement uh type of hobbies Mm -hmm. but i found that i just from learning to 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 how to do these things online how do you do this Mm. i i found out about this guy who actually teaches that and then mm-hmm. from that guy I found and his name is Ramit Sethi and maybe you guys know him more a little bit more in the US mm-hmm. uh, which I think he's amazing maybe some people do not think that but that's okay <laughs> and then from him I found all these other people like um, Tim Ferriss and mm-hmm. uh, BJ Fogg that teach who teaches actually tiny habits and I've built mm-hmm. tiny habits for myself and you know learning how to create a pattern of life almost which mm-hmm. is exciting or then um i got into fiction reading which i was not a big fan in the past mm-hmm. okay and um um oh what is the sketching one there is a an app online now it escapes me but it gives you sketches to do if you want to uh, get better as sketching so i do that and then the different different schools of movement like uh, mm-hmm. learning more body mind centering mm. uh, yoga the access libis international forum so all these things mm-hmm. together yeah what else i started sistema martial arts mm. to which i have to get back to after this craziness yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so, you know different stuff but mm-hmm. um yeah it all it, it sort of started from tango it doesn't necessarily link to it yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's it's that's that's really interesting because um i think i think a lot of people find that happening and it's really neat to talk to people it's like oh well you know i started doing you know like you said martial arts that's a really um that's a really interesting one how people kind of link the two or, or they'll understand martial arts or understand tango in the context of martial arts so it's kind of neat how a lot of things uh connect yeah no and i've had it's it's so funny because i've had all these years a lot of a lot of mostly leaders, of course, but mm-hmm. which makes not of course, but it, it makes sense. Some more mm-hmm. martial arts, arts have more men. They had a martial arts background. Mm-hmm. I had for all this time, I had not connected the two for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had connected it in a technical way, but hadn't taken the step of saying, "Well, why don't you try it?" Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You go down the path of trying new stuff or mm-hmm. being a beginner again, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So in terms of tango, is there any over the last couple months or years, has there been anything new in terms of tango that you've that you've picked up? 
Mm, new in terms of um, anything like um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always something new oh. to learn with this dance. So that's, I was wondering. There, <laughs> yeah. There is. It's like, oh my. If there, well, I really like, in terms of platform, and I have, I'm not affili affiliated with them in any way. I'm just learning from them. I found that Tango Meat is a, an amazing idea. I think that, you know, having a platform with all these people, and you're learning different things from them mm -hmm. and or a different approach and like oh wow that's that's so nice yeah and so i'm enjoying that mm -hmm. and i see how that uh, you know will grow and um what else have been in terms of i'm trying to categorize it in my mind <laughs> <laughs> again in terms of platforms i'm mm -hmm. i know uh, this has been going probably for way too long but i've relatively recently found out of uh, the uh, Tengo Una Pregunta Para Vos, mm -hmm. where you have these live discussions with all these great, great Tango people. Mm. Um, so that's uh, an amazing, an amazing thing that I've been uh, enjoying. Then there are, again, in terms of platforms, different blogs that mm -hmm. so many people and more people are coming up with more things, yeah. like exactly what we're doing, like one of them, like what, are, what we're doing now, which is right. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming up with different ideas, sharing their thoughts about tango, like uh, Veronica Tumanova, who mm -hmm. uh, has created even a book yeah. on common questions and fears and, and all that stuff that we carry with us in tango. Yeah. In terms of techniques, mm -hmm. I see a lot of people getting creating connections with the, uh, for example, the Alexander technique with mm. other movement techniques or other movement schools. Yeah. Before it was mostly like um, they were, were drawing, drawing connections with the yoga mainly, but mm. now we see it in many other, going in many other directions. What else? I'm trying to think. Hmm. So many tango shoe brands. Mm. Yes, <laughs> which of course. I actually should not be following. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many, and that shows, I mean, the, the mm -hmm. love that people have for, for yeah, this and, yeah. you know, putting, putting their art mm -hmm. and their heart into, right. um, into something, and that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 hmm. very, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that I, I'm bored with tango. I mean, there's always something new to explore, and that's, uh, that's really, that's a nice thing mm. about this dance. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, Chris, this has been a lot of fun. So uh, where do we find out more about you online? So you can find me on Facebook okay. with my name, Chris mm -hmm. Assis. And uh, you can also, um, I I really keep it very, even though it's a personal, personal profile, I really keep it business. Mm -hmm. But the business profile is uh, Bautans, Constructing okay. Dance. Mm -hmm. And I have no... I am not from Germany. It's just that it's uh -huh. uh, it felt that it was the right uh, right title because it is actually a mm -hmm. uh, dance construction company. The way I want to think about it, because okay. that's why. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. In my mind, it was it's more of building movement patterns, movement mm -hmm. chains that can help you enjoy tango more. Mm -hmm. So it's not teaching tango exactly. So it's okay. more constructing in sort of way. In my mind, anyways. Okay. <laughs> is, that, that, is that a website or is that on Facebook? It is both. So okay. bautans.com okay. is the website address. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, you know, bautans.com. 
uh, would be on Facebook. I don't know if Facebook puts things yeah. in front or behind stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll find it and I'll make sure it's in our <laughs> show notes so people can look you up and learn more about you. Thank you. That would be fantastic. And Instagram, of course. Instagram. At Chris Assis. Okay. And YouTube at Chris Assis. Nice. And uh, yeah, I think there is Twitter, uh, Twitter also somewhere again with my name. <laughs> So yeah, anywhere and people can send me questions. I always like to and more feedback or thoughts or mm-hmm. uh, any tangled trouble because I always enjoy learning something from someone or mm-hmm. answering questions and so on. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, uh, thanks again so much for taking the time to chat with me. I think the uh, listeners <laughs> will uh, find a lot to appreciate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And this was uh, really, this was fantastic. I'm, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. All right. Yeah. Likewise. <laughs> likewise. Okay. That was fun. We touched upon a lot of stuff, but when we were on the topic of social dancing, Krissa mentioned how it's still sometimes tricky for her to turn down dances. I know this item comes up quite often, but it's perfectly fine to refuse a dance. Whether you're a follower or a leader, No one's entitled to dance with you, and it's not an automatic sign of snobbery if you say, no thank you. And if you're the one being rejected, don't take it personally, and don't be judgmental. Just take it in stride and move on. Besides, if being told no at a Malanka was the worst thing that happened to you this week, then I'd say your life is pretty good. And when we talked about the mental benefits of tango, I really appreciated how Krissa carefully approaches that topic. Yes, tango can be very helpful to us emotionally and mentally, but it's not a substitute for real professional help. We can't become too dependent on tango for our sense of wellness or identity. Yes, again, it's a great activity, but we do need to keep it in a healthy perspective. And I also really liked what Krista said about comparing ourselves to others. It's an unhealthy habit and it's a symptom of being stuck and not realizing that we need to do some work to move our dancing forward. It's very easy to only blame external factors whenever we're unhappy with our tango. So if we want to be happier with our dancing, the power to change our circumstances is largely within our control. So thank you again, Krista, for sharing your thoughts and for your time. And a big thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. I know life is really busy for all of you, and it means a lot that you've made time to listen to this show. If you're enjoying it, please take a quick moment to subscribe, and please leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. That helps out a lot. For more Tango stuff, you can follow my new blog site at HealthyTango.com. Okay, that's it for today. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang. Stay safe and healthy out there. And I'll talk to you again soon.